The ladies of Epic Collective are a powerful force. Since this conversation, these ladies have been breaking the internet with their historic moment of being the youngest black women to ever co-own a property under a major hotel chain, landing them an $8.3 million deal. Their interview was so rich, I had to make this a two-part series. Enjoy part two of our conversation. I'm Nicole Jones, and you are listening to Mediocre to Masterful. This podcast helps you master your goals, activate your plans, and manifest your purpose. So, I mean, I feel like we gave a lot of great advice for those who were like on the fence, not really necessarily sure or what direction they should take. Share your process in terms of how they can work with you through property investments. Sure. Well, we just closed on our hotel a couple weeks ago. Okay. We closed (laughs) on a home two suites by Hilton. So that's our credibility right there. We know how to get deals done (laughs) and get deals closed. That's a brag alert. We created through this process, we created five new hotel owners. They have equity stake in a Hilton property. So they are hotel owners. That is just And they did it passively. Amazing. They okay. did it passively and we are the active investors so they came to us. Uh, we told them about the investment opportunity. We shared the information. We are SEC regulated so that gave them a sense of security, security and you know background confidence as far as you know ensuring that their their investments nothing is safe but mm-hmm. at least they felt a little bit you know secure. safer mm-hmm. secure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, it takes off the risk to know that you've been proven to the SEC. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And they invested with us. They invested passively. They're like, hey, we have a little extra money. You know, we, some people use their retirement money because it's, a lot of people don't realize that, that they can use their self-directed IRAs to actually invest in long-term okay. investments. Because oh. it's still, I mean, you're not trying to get your money into like 40 years anyway. So, yeah, yeah. And you're yeah. investing in the stock market, so you might as well, you know, invest it into real estate. And that's what some of our investors did. They, oh. yep, they use their retirement and they say, hey, here you go. Here's our money. We're, you know, and we give them updates. We let them know what's going on with the property. They have, they ask questions and they're like, hey, we're ready for the next deal. That is awesome. Yeah. Ultimately, like to her point, once you connect with us, we're constantly sourcing opportunities nice. for people to invest in. And now, you know, the more we've done, the more people come to us with yeah. opportunities. That so it's awesome. our job to pull all these pieces together yeah. to work with. So cool. We protect your interest with the actual project or the actual asset. Yeah. And then you come to us and saying, hey, well, I have X amount of dollars. After you've done the thesis of where you want to be financially, you know how much you want to risk. Almost like Jeopardy when you get to the end. Rest mm. in peace, Alex. Trip back. I know. I know. <laughs> but, you know, you spend the whole game in game in life, right? Yeah. You spend the whole game accruing all of this funds. And then at the end, when it comes to the big question, how much do you want to wager? And ultimately, after you get this thesis, how much are you willing to wager? Based off of your wager, based off the opportunities and the assets we have available at the time, that's where we'll discuss what your return of investment looks like. I love it. After you're clear on your return and make sure it matches your goals. Mm -hmm. And then, too, you're not going to get rich off any one deal. Mm -hmm. No one is. Well, it's about ownership and leverage. Mm-hmm. So it's about layering, and that's what she said, this this thesis is so important. And the drilling in that thesis, what it looked like for me in 2015 when I was ready to leave my job, thankfully my boss was like, uh, figure it out first. 
then leave. So he gave me a year to Very figure this gracious. out. Okay. Oh, he's an angel. Yeah. I actually told him, I was like, we bought a hotel. And he was like, at a girl. Wow. Like that. So his invest, his investment paid off. Wow. But, um, but one of the things I had to really, and this was hard for me because I just, I saved a little bit. Mm-hmm. I spent what I, what was in my account. And all I knew is that I didn't go negative, but I didn't really have a good grasp of how much income. And I know people said budget, but I was like, that's so restrictive. I, you know, yeah. I'm a, it's hard, I'm a it's not sexy. It's, but it's, not, it's hard <laughs> to budget as an entrepreneur, especially when I first started out. Yeah. Cause going from corporate to entrepreneur. Yeah. Cause you're used to having a set income. Like you're used to having, yeah. and my mistake was, that I learned that I wish I would have done when I first got into the entrepreneurship space mm-hmm. was taking out a business loan, use that for operations, paying myself consistently. So that way, not only be easy to budget, but be easy to get more loans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, access to more capital. Yeah. So you're talking about leverage. And not using all my yeah. cash. Yeah, and that's, and that's one of the things like, so once you know how much income you have, mm-hmm. know how much outcome is needed, now I need to replace that. So just yes. start there. I know we all want to make the millions. I know we all want to get to, you know, wherever our destination is. But just start with replacing your current income. Because worst case, I know I can always come back to this job and make this. Yes. So at least when I start there, I can build upon it. So if I come across a deal or an opportunity that's going to yield me, let's say my goal is $2,000 a month just to replace my income. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I come across an opportunity that's going to yield me $500 a month in dividends. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I just got 1500 more to go. go. That's how you should start looking at deals. Then you have multiple streams of income coming in. Exactly. Not solely relying, relying on, on that. Exactly. Yeah. But that that's how you could should start to look at it. Because I think what gets people afraid is that this opportunity doesn't yield two thousand mm-hmm. dollars. So I can never quit my job and I can never do it. Mm-hmm. But it's about layering it in and mm-hmm. stacking them on top of each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what ultimately, like you said, that's where the streams come in. That's where cool to be okay, two, three hundred. That's where it starts. It, it really has does. to start somewhere. And also being a little risky. I mean, entrepreneurship investing is, is risky. So, and you have to understand what your risk tolerance. Some people aren't risk takers. And mm-hmm. I had to realize that me, I'm just, actually, that's probably why Jessica and I, we get along so well. And we both <laughs> love Because we're both like, hey, we'll just Let's do go. it. We'll yes. just figure it out. Like, woo, we probably should have slowed down on that one. But hey, at least we did it. You know what I mean? And it's a learning lesson. And some people are like, you know, I know some people, they still waiting. Like literally, they're still waiting to buy yes. their hotel. Yes, they're still waiting. Yes. That, and that, that's they're why they're still planning. Yes, and they that one to be perfect. Yep, that and hotel and that investment is still on their 2015 vision board, and it's been on that same vision board. And, right. and I think that's why people can look at us and be like, "Wait, y'all just bought a hotel?" Or it's so jarring oh, because this oh, this wasn't an overnight process. Yes, but it's something too though. You find a way to make it happen. Yeah. And once you are stay committed to the goal, don't worry about how it's going to happen. And to her point, so many people get stuck inside their head that they can't even fathom. Like, you know, I would say put the house on the contract, whether you can afford it or not. Put the pro like work with the team. You never know what they could be looking for. Because just like we went to go talk to the hotel owner in Brunswick. Imagine if we would have been like, oh, we can't talk to him. He owns so many hotels. But we went and had a conversation. He's like, y'all, I'm tired. He's wow. like, I don't even do owner financing. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to own this hotel no more. He's mm-hmm. like, wow. I got three. The brand is making me do this. Mm-hmm. He was like, look, y'all just take over the monthly note. 
Mm-hmm. But imagine how many people would stop themselves before they even get involved. Wow. They'd be like, I could never, I could, I I could never this, own I a hotel. Yeah. That's it's the power big. of negative thought. There's power in manifestation, but there's also even more That's power in negative. Word. What's that? Manifestation. <laughs> I got you, girl. I got you. But there's even more power in that negative thought. And that will keep you at your lowest level. You won't mm. see that success. You won't reach that ultimate dream or pie in the sky vision that you have because you've always doubted yourself you don't believe in yourself and you've allowed yourself to really cave into yourself and say i'm not worthy of some of these things including investment opportunities and it's so crazy because that will be the loudest voice like it will be so many cheer people to let you know you can do this we're a testament you could do this but that voice gets so loud and don't get me wrong i'm very spiritual And it's about sitting with yourself and quieting that voice. Mm. Understanding that that voice has a purpose. It's called ego. Mm -hmm. That voice has a purpose. It wants to protect you. It wants to keep you safe. Mm -hmm. It wants to keep you looking good. Ego is all about life preservation and preserving this Mm -hmm. body. Mm -hmm. But you have to understand how to make the ego work for you. Yes. And not let it keep you back. Because don't get afraid too. That's work too. And how to be focused. I know I told my grandmother years ago that I was going to own a hotel. This was way before she died. And I was like, I'm by a hotel, blah, blah, blah. And I got distracted. I wasn't focused. I was doing, I was all over the place. I mean, to the outside world, you know, I was, you know, quote unquote successful, winning awards and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. But I didn't focus on that goal that I set for myself, which was to own a hotel before I turned 30. And I easily could have done that. Mm. But I wasn't focused and I didn't have that right mindset. And so after she passed, I mean, it crushed me because I didn't get the hotel before she paid. my own. I've worked on uh, others and I've helped yeah. other people create, you know, become hotel owners and through asset management and consulting. So I did all that, but I wanted to do it for myself. Yeah. And my dream was to have my grandmother check in my hotel. You know, I could check her in. And I never did. Well, you know, I'm a firm believer. She's on the other side pushing it through. But what did so I tell anything, you? I'm is. saying that's the reason you she did close. She interceded on you know? that one. Yeah. She was like, but, but my baby going to have this. I called, I called <laughs> Jessica. And I said, we're closing on the hotel Wow! before my grandmother's birthday. And that I'm, the reason why I'm saying is because I don't even know if you took me seriously. Mm-hmm. But I just yeah. called her. I was like, yeah, we're closing the hotel before my grandmother's birthday is February 6th. And I said, we're going to close on it. It's Jessica's day too. And okay. yeah, they shared the same birthday. And I was so focused. I was laser focused. And I'm sharing this story because a lot of people, they have dreams. They have goals. But they have so, and life brings you distractions. Right. I have a two-year-old. I'll, he'll be two in January. He distracts me every two seconds. So, but I was so focused on closing on this hotel. Mm-hmm. If it had nothing to do with me closing on this hotel, I did not get myself involved. Mm-hmm. A lot of people came with me, you know, came, oh, you know, was it? The Susu? Mm-hmm. The, yep. the Forex? Is that going to help me get my hotel? No, it's not. So I'm not going to deal with that right now. So that's what I was focused on. I literally, that's, I thought, I prayed, I slept, I dreamed. That's all I thought of. And we closed in the hotel. Wow. Before February 6th. Wow. And we'll that's a testimony. we closing another one before, before February 6th. We probably will be probably closing <laughs> on two. I said, look at God. I said, wait a minute. We got another hotel. We got, we do have another hotel in the works. And so it looked that like that we'll awesome. probably be closing on that before February That 6th is well. awesome. That's a true testimony for sure. This episode is sponsored by Nina Skin Studio, an elite private esthetician team 
Each client has a customized treatment to promote healthy and happy skin. Book your consultation by visiting ninaskinstudio.com. So take a pivot here. We got to the people who are a little bit on the fence, a little bit scared to figure out what direction they need to go in. We've talked to people who actually want to make the move, make the leap, mm -hmm. and start investing. Now tell, a bit, tell us a little bit more about what you guys offer in terms of the book that you have, Epic Conversations. So like she said, it's definitely a 360 approach on wealth. Yeah. And it's a lot of ways to get there. Our way is through commercial projects, yeah. which right now the focus has been hotel acquisition as well as multifamily. But we gather a few friends of ours in the industry and experts yeah. that understand not only how to get into wealth situations, but how to maintain the wealth. Mm -hmm. So like she said, as far as, you know, I, it crushes me sometimes to see a lot of these properties held up in probate. Mm -hmm. And under, you don't have legal fees to pay because somebody didn't have insurance. So they don't have a will, they don't have insurance, and ultimately families, generations, yes, their loved one did all the great stuff of getting and acquiring the assets, but now they can't keep it. Mm. Somebody else got an apartment unit. No, great at acquiring it, but now I can't fix it up and keep and expand the cash flow versus, you know, okay. they never got that knowledge. So what we do is we gathered a team of experts that are really telling you how to keep and maintain wealth in your family. It almost feels like one of my favorite movies is Men of Honor. And I don't know if you remember the scene where they were to assemble this piece underwater. Mm -hmm. yeah. And they tore his bag. And it took him a little bit longer. He stayed down there, got a little colder. But he was able to ultimately assemble the pieces together just like everybody else in his class that ran down, did it in two hours. Mm -hmm. He was down there eight, nine, ten hours. That's what I feel like we are helping to do for our community, mm -hmm. where unfortunately our knowledge of wealth is very fragmented, mm -hmm. where we may know a little about this, enough about this to make us dangerous, but we don't know the comprehensive plan. And like we said, you can't be a specialty in everything, yeah. but you yeah. do at least want to know a little bit about a lot of these different areas to pull together that big picture yes. the big thesis my thing is not all real estate i have you know diversification in my investment yeah. portfolio mm -hmm. so i definitely admire and admonish other people to do the same but we are having to put together the pieces and help our community that may not know about all these things and that's what epic conversations on wealth is all about yeah so this is I the perfect book for someone who wants to they want to learn more about multifamily getting into multifamily so we have a multifamily expert it's a conversation with a multifamily expert. And this is also, think of it as a book for people. They didn't even think that they can get into multifamily. We have two yes. hotel experts. It's a truly a guide almost. It's yes. literally like a guide. Figure out where do you want to go? What are some things that are in your investment criteria? Mm -hmm. Go to this book. Go to that chapter mm -hmm. and determine, okay, based on this conversation and this story, is this actually what I want to, in my portfolio? And we actually left it as a conversation because ultimately it would literally, it's called Epic Conversations yeah. on Wealth. But literally, we left the book in conversation form mm. because we're having the conversation, conversation for you. Nice. So a lot of these, because you ever read something, you're like, but I have a question. Mm. Well, we're asking that question, question, and you can see the question that's asked. And this is how we get to the desired outcome. Because to your point, some people may come across or have the Grant Cardone in their circle, or they may have the Warren Buffett person but they don't know in their what circle. question to ask. You don't know what question to ask. Oh. So now reading a conversation, epic conversations on wealth, 
elite because that's what we started out with you said don't be afraid to ask questions but some people are afraid well what's the questions too dumb yeah well now we have a whole book full of questions, questions <laughs> that you can ask of what we've asked wealth builders exactly wow. or and can now even generate questions for you to even ask so yes. you're like you know what you read because we have something we have a chapter on public private partnerships mm-hmm. and a lot of people don't realize that they can work with their local authorities to get incentives to actually develop so a lot of people wow. don't realize as far as you know when you local authorities or businesses or when i mean local authorities like the city or county they need businesses to to thrive that's how they collect taxes. they build a tax base so you know if you come to let's say you come to a local authority i'm gonna speak about hotels because that's what mm-hmm. I, that's what i know <laughs> and you go into let's say a town and you see the vision yes you yes. see the vision let's say you see you know 100 acres of land it's just dirt and trees to somebody passing down the streets during the street to you you see you know a movie theater you see a hotel you see a strip mall you know you see something like atlantic station all in this land and so you put the whole plan together you put the whole development plan and everything together and you go to the, the town and you say hey i want to build this okay they'll probably come back and say oh you want to build it okay well let's see how we can help you build it so they throw out different incentives as far as abatements tax credits if it's in a historical district they, you may even be incentivized with historical tax credits but see you wouldn't know that no way so you would be afraid like you know what i have this vision but i don't have the money to do so but see when you wow. it's that's why it's a public private partnership because you're wow. the private entity you're coming to the public which is the local authorities yeah. and you are working together to create a partnership so public private partnership i'm gonna read that chapter because so, i have went into towns before or even downtown before what it is today because mm-hmm. everything is all skyscrapers and new businesses mm-hmm. and i was like i can see a whole but not a whole foods but like a farmer's market in this area years later an actual farmer's market was there it was like this grungy part of town and i'm like i could totally see like a, some type of you know market there and to know those conversation to have that conversation those questions and that thought pro- i didn't know that that's what developers i do. didn't know that like yeah <laughs> like bonds i'm not an expert at bonds but it's a lot of the buildings and in major corporations that are here in atlanta yeah. they got developed without using taxpayers money i think wow. the airport now that i think about it don't quote me but i'm pretty sure <laughs> the atlanta hartsville jackson i was just yeah i believe that it was built through bonds Yes. Wow. Not not built through bonds. Let me take the terminal. That's what it was to expand it. That's okay. what it was built okay. through bonds. And so, but that was done wow. through a public-private partnership without using taxpayers' money, but incentivized because when you do that from a local authority perspective, you're creating jobs. Yes. So you're yes. creating jobs for your local residents. So they'll give you money. They'll yeah. give you money. And see, when you create jobs, you're bringing money back into, into that. the city. And then once you develop that area, then people, what are they going to do? They're going to move there and invest. Yep. They're going to, you know, they're going to want to raise their family there. And then what does taxes do for the school? So it's just the whole, it's a cycle. Yeah. But I you wouldn't that. know that if that information wasn't there. That's why I started off saying knowledge. Yes. Really just understanding the education. I didn't know any of that yes. until I started getting onto the ownership side of hotels. I'm excited. And it's an emphasis too, because there are going to be people who already know about this or already got that or already, to your point, they can check off the list of things that they have done and that they know. And we just say trust the process. We mm. got a lot of people smarter than us. Yeah. yeah. Smarter. And I still ask them questions. It, right. Exactly. Right. Like, so the biggest thing I would say is just stay open. Yeah. Because so many people want to jump over the small steps because they feel like, well, it doesn't matter. Or already got that. So let me move on to this point. But we're trying to come up with as many ways of using and leveraging other people's money as much as possible 
until you let your money be the last resort. She mentioned that before where she was saying, because you can leverage, you can leverage your credit score to get business capital. It's so many things that you can leverage. We, when we first started out, we were talking about leverage, leverage, leverage. Mm-hmm. And our thing is that we just want to express it and shout it from the mountaintop because we see so many people trying. Yes. And we see so many in it, like people who, like, I want to, but you just don't have the access to the knowledge. Yeah. And once we got a peek behind the veil, yeah, we're like, come on, we see the we way. Wanna help. We want to, we want to help. See, I think we, we both have a passion of helping each other in partnership. Yeah, like, hey, I learned about this opportunity. How about you get on? Yes, this y'all is all like you the have Harriet to do. Tubman of investment <laughs> properties. Like, y'all come, come along now. Harriet. You gonna like, be on it or not? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, for sure, for sure. So, last question to close this out. Yeah. What does masterful mean to you? And I'll have you guys answer individually. Masterful to me means everybody's going to have obstacles. Mm -hmm. That's one thing I love watching interviews and hearing about the successful people or the people you idolize and understanding what were some of the fears, the things that they had to get over. And after listening to a lot of successful people, I understand that there's this thing that we all come across called a terror barrier. That terror barrier is all of our fears, all the considerations, all the things that tell us we can't, the ego that wants to keep us safe Mm. and behind certain barriers. I like to call it the terror barrier. And when you can plow through that, when you can keep your mind focused beyond the fear, Mm -hmm. that's when you reach the area of mastery Mm -hmm. and become masterful. Love it. When I think of masterful, I think of focusing on one thing until you go to the next. I don't believe in multitasking anymore. I used to. Oh, I can multitask. And my dad would tell me there's no such thing. Because, you know, my dad, was, he was old school. No <laughs> such thing as multitasking. Daddy, you just old. No, he's right. There's no such thing as multitasking. Because if you're doing four things at once, you're literally doing, you're giving each task 25% of you to make 100%. Mm. So, therefore, you're not giving your all. Yeah. So, focus. And it's okay to prioritize. Sometimes you do have to, you know, navigate the waters. navigate yeah. and it may be a tiny bit of mass, you know, but if you're trying to, you know, develop brands and create all these businesses because you feel as though, okay, well, let me create seven streams of income. So I'm going to create seven businesses. And then you're frustrated and stressed because you have all these businesses and they're not making any money. So you're a serial entrepreneur with no money. Okay. Focus on that one thing. Excel at it perfect it, master it, <laughs> and then move on to the next. Mm-hmm. So that when now where I am as far as in my mindset is just more of mastering one skill and then yes. moving on to the next yes. and perfecting it. Yes, I love it. I love it. Thank you, guys. This has Ew. been a wealth of knowledge. In the no pun real, intended. Right. In the most real way possible. Like, I'm excited to get the book, Epic Conversations. Comes out Q1. 2021. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I'm ready. I'm ready because you hit on a chapter. <laughs> oh, public private partnerships? Yes, that I want to actually get into. So I'm excited for you guys. I'm happy you're here. Thank you for sharing your knowledge and thank everything else with not only me, because I learned something today, but the listeners as well. So thank you guys. Thank you. Awesome. Have an epic day. <laughs> <laughs>